guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. I hope you're enjoying this Alenton journey through our Emerge 2020 podcast and are developing a closer relationship with God. Through this past week, we have learned to rest in God's love, make time for a daily spiritual routine, and connect with God on a deeper level of friendship through prayer. As you continue to enhance your relationship with God and choose to live a faith-centered life, I hope you enjoy the journey and prepare to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. I hope your day is off to a good start. It is day eight. Today we learn about exploring within ourselves and the prayer that we have and the the things that we're asking God to help us with. Um, and so I look forward to sharing some of my journey today. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for continuing uh, to sh- guide us on this Lenten journey. Thank you for sharing your word and help and healing for us. Thank you for encouraging us to live a life that gets us closer to you, to live a life with faith, to be comfortable talking to you, to sharing our experience with you, and then taking that to others as well to help influence their lives. Continue to help us open up to you and listen to your calling. Help us to listen and be open to your plans that you have for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, everyone, I've been looking forward to this day for a long time. I didn't quite know when I would share this story, um, but I've been called this is the day. This is the day I want to share it. And so um, I didn't know that this moment that I'm going to talk about was a pivotal moment in my life until this whole turtle thing happened. Um, When the turtle came into my backyard and my life was uh, truly transformed, um, but as that happened, I looked back on my life and started to think about each of these key moments that happened that really changed the direction of my life and opened me up to listening to God and to God's plan. So here we go. So as you know, in the reading today, it says, seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given to you. Knock on the door and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. How many of you have heard that same reading? I've heard it a lot as I was growing up and throughout my life. And I think in our society, we have come to believe that if we ask, we will get it right away. If we seek, we will find it right away. Because we live in an immediate gratification society. So, of course, as you're saying your prayers and you want those answers right away, that's what we think will happen. But truly, it's in God's plan. And as as he opens our hearts up, we might not be ready for what he has prepared for us. So that's why it takes a little while. So just as I told you about our our transition from going from DeWitt to, to Manning, As I thought about that, you know, I wasn't ready to move and and be done with all of the things that I was doing in DeWitt. I wasn't prepared to start my own business. I needed to be opened up uh, in many more ways 
uh, that would allow me to be successful, that would expose me to the things that I needed, the tools I needed, the experiences I needed to prepare me for success. And so as we think about our prayers and what we're asking God's help for and within, know that it's on his time and he may be working within us and even if we don't even know it to prepare us to prepare our hearts to be ready for what he has planned so let's take a little journey back right now uh, i want to talk about a time that we john and i were going through our pre-cana classes we were having our marital preparation classes as as you do and we did them both in the lutheran church and the catholic church uh, because we were getting married in, in my home church, but becoming Catholic. And so we met with our pastor, Bill Nielsen, on several different occasions. And uh, I remember specifically this moment. Um, and at the time, it didn't really stick with me too much. Um, I thought about it, but I kind of went on my, my own way. Um, and so what he had said to us is he said, how about share with us, share with me what you guys have planned for the future. So as John and I sat there and we kind of said, okay, yes, so we're planning to get married in June and, you know, John is in vet school and so um, we'll continue on vet school. We'll have four years of vet school, uh, then we'll um, move to wherever we're going to move, uh, wherever that job takes us. Um, then we'll get pregnant, have a child, um, and go on living our lives and, and be ready to explore all that life has, has to offer us. And we were very confident, as you can imagine. I was very confident in this is going to happen on this day, and this is when John would graduate, and this is when we'd have a kid. And, you know, it was all kind of planned, right? But little, and what Pastor Bill said to us is just know that even though you have all these things planned, know that God may have different plans for you. He may be opening you up to a different path in life. Well, at that time, we thought that when John graduated vet school, we'd be moving to Manning. We loved Manning. We had been exposed to Manning um, and loved Western Iowa. So as time went on, so we got married that next June. And one of kind of some really interesting things there, I'm going to diverge just a little bit. Um, we got married on Pentecost weekend. I had no idea what Pentecost really was. I knew we wore red to church on that day, um, but that's all I really knew. But I think it was really powerful, the fact that we got married on Pentecost Sunday. And Pentecost, that is no coincidence that we happened to get married on that day because Pentecost means to let the fire burn within you. And it marks the beginning of, that marked the beginning in our lives to set the world on fire. And the readings that we had, um, and Pastor Bill had picked these out, and I think they were actually the, the readings that were read on that weekend, or supposed to be read that weekend. Um, it was about the mustard seed and how uh, the kingdom of heaven, so this was uh, Luke chapter 13, verse 19. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds. But a man took it anyways and sowed it in his field. And when it is grown, it is greater than all the seeds, greater than all the herbs. It becomes a tree so that the birds of the air can come into the lodge of its branches. So have faith like a mustard seed. Although we are one person, although we are just one being, 
we can be like a mustard seed and become the biggest influence uh, that we can have on our world. How many of you are farmers and hate mustard in your field? Um, I know that farmers are not too happy about this because it's considered a weed, right? Um, but God asks us to be like that mustard seed, even though we are so small and so minuscule in this entire world and um, spanning all of these years, we too can make an influence just as one that one little mustard seed. So hang on to that thought uh, as we move on here. So as we got married in June and then we go through the fall and in October, we find out we're pregnant. Ah, that wasn't the plan. We were going to wait four years. We were going to enjoy our, our young years and um, be able to travel together and be able to get through vet school. Um, but no, God had different plans for us. He blessed us with Olivia, and we were very excited, uh, obviously, to have her and to welcome our first child into our lives. Um, but that did make it more difficult. Now, we were on one income. Um, just me working and having a child and John being in vet school. Um, but then more things happened and more life changes happened. And we were delayed in that time of going through vet school. So we got an extra three years of being in Ames that we hadn't expected previously. But that also allowed me time to find a passion that I had in working at the 4-H office um, and being able to have the, those extended years there, it opened me up to being involved in the community, getting exposed to chambers of commerce and the work that our young professionals were doing. Uh, and so even though that life change wasn't quite what we thought it would be, our plan wasn't exactly as we had planned it to be, it allowed us to have experiences that we didn't even expect would happen. And so... Here, I'm thinking as, as those things happen, we have Olivia and we get our extended time being in Ames, that we then also think, thought about, okay, Pastor Bill was right. Life's going to change. This wasn't what we expected, but God prepared us for this. And okay, this is it. And so then we, John graduates vet school. We're looking for jobs and uh, John gets hired in DeWitt in Eastern Iowa. Oh, Wow. I kind of forgot about this time in my life, but um, a good friend of mine who had worked with me at the time, she said, Shelly, you know that that transition from Ames to DeWitt, you weren't so excited about as well because you thought you were moving to Western Iowa. But that happened. We moved to DeWitt. We set our, our roots there and got involved in the community, made incredible friends, um, had a wonderful church community and got involved in our school with our children, um, lots of other volunteer activities and absolutely loved our time there. And so I'm like, this is it. God answered my prayers. We live in an incredible community. However, God had other plans. And you know the rest of that story, how um, then we, John, got recruited to go to Western Iowa to work in Manning. Um, and it's amazing how then I wasn't as excited to move to Manning, how I thought, okay, God had this other plan for me. He set us on this path. And so I set my roots into it, was making our lives there, and then things changed once again. How many of you have had that where... You know, you're praying about something, praying about something, and God answers your prayers. 
and you're so excited to be on that path and God answered your prayers and you're truly blessed. Finally, he answered those prayers. However, as you continue on, things change again, not really how you expected it. And you become resistant to that. Or you think, gosh, God, I thought you were taking me on this direction. Why are we taking another path? Why are we changing this course of action again? But if I hadn't gone to DeWitt, if I didn't have more time in, in Ames, if I hadn't had Olivia when we were in Ames and Andrew in Ames, had Easton when we were in DeWitt, I wouldn't be prepared to the live the life I'm living today. Because I thought here, when I moved to, to Manning, when I became open to that, I was so excited that I would be able to start my own business and live out a dream that I had had since I was really young. Um, to be able to start my own business, to be, be able to influence the community I lived in and to those I serve. And so I thought, okay, this is it, God. But one thing that we struggled with was that um, we were at a Catholic school, and Olivia absolutely loved that. Andrew was just in kindergarten, so he didn't quite understand that experience yet. But as we were moving to Manning, we wouldn't have that Catholic school or that parochial school involvement. And so we made sure that it would be important to us to have a faith-filled community uh, that we could be part of. And as we began going to church in Manning, um, nothing against uh, the church there, but there were no families that were really going to church. Nobody sang. Uh, they really struggled, I felt, compared to some of the other churches I had been involved in, um, to engage families, to engage people, and really build that community. But that church was hurting at the time as well. They had been um, going through transitions of priests, the possibility of not having a priest, um, not maybe not even having an open church, uh, because that did happen in several of the parishes uh, in our diocese. And so with the shortage of priests available, um, they, the diocese is having to make things work. And so there were a lot of people who were angry with the church, um, struggled with coming to church, uh, and didn't have that, that fire, that spark that was within them. And so it wasn't but maybe six months since we had been in Manning and um, got Olivia involved in CCD, and then we had a parent meeting. And the parent meeting brought everyone together to say, hey guys, this CCD thing isn't working out. We're having less and less volunteers. Um, we have kids who are wanting to be involved, um, but it's just not working out. What are we going to do? We don't have somebody who wants to step up to be the faith formation director. We're struggling to find teachers willing to teach our students in CCD class. And so they question, you know, what, what can we do? What, where can we be to help out? And I thought, oh boy, I didn't grow up Catholic. Okay, maybe I'm being called to be a CCD teacher. I don't know the right way to be a CCD teacher. I don't know what's supposed to be taught. I've never done this before. I've never even been taught to be a teacher. How could I do this? And I prayed about it, and I prayed about it. And guess what? I became a CCD teacher. Um, there were many times I would go into that class and I would say, God, help me. I don't know what I'm talking about today. I don't know how to um, guide these kids in their faith. I struggle with my own faith. How could I be convinced to do this and, and be able to do this? 
but I trusted God and I listened to his calling that he had asked me to, yes, go share, share the good news. The most important thing in my life is sharing my faith. So why not? Why not me? God has prepared me to have these skills to be able to do this. I have to believe in myself and to trust in God that I'm prepared to do what he's telling me I should do. So therefore, I became that CCD teacher. Well, after that year, our faith formation director decided to step down. And there were so many people on both sides of the coin saying, Shelly, you should do this. Or Shelly, no, don't ever do that. You have a business to run. You have a family to take care of. You should take care of your family first. You don't have time for this. And I thought those same things myself. But I thought back to that time during those pre-Cana classes with Pastor Bill. And he said, be prepared that God may have different plans for you that it may be different than what you anticipated. So although I thought my path and my blessings and prayers had been answered in the fact that I could start my own business, so that we could settle in a community that I loved and was passionate about, but God was calling me to do more. The number of you who have reached out to me and said, Shelly, thank you for continuing to share these. Your message is truly speaking to me. Um, that's incredible. But I want you to know that um, I couldn't do this without God. Every single day I think, oh my goodness, what am I going to share today? How am I going to keep going? Can I get myself out of bed each morning? But I trust in God that I'm going to be able to do it. And it's amazing to hear all of the transformation stories, how God's working through each one of you to make a difference. And so as, as the past two years have gone on, I have become that faith formation director. Even though I didn't feel like I quite had the tools I needed or resources I needed or even knew what the heck I was doing, I trusted God that this would be my path, that this is what I was being called to do. And to see the transformation that has happened within our church since we began, to see the number of people stepping up to help out, to help out those in need, to show up for our youth choir, to show up for our weekly Lenten mass meals, um, to have Mass more than just on Sundays, to see the Bible studies that are starting, to see the different groups that are working together now to make a community that is going to support one another and provide for one another. It's incredible. I never had that vision. I never knew what the possibilities were, but it's incredible and absolutely beautiful to see all of the things that have come from that. For me, being willing to step outside my comfort zone, to take on something that I might not thought I could be capable of doing, um, and to pursue what I felt God was calling me to do. And that same thing is happening here with this Lenten podcast and our Facebook group. It's incredible to see the impact that this is making. To be quite honest, guys, I haven't been trained to do this. I'm not, I'm not a nun. I'm not a priest, of course. Um, but I felt the calling that God would say, Shelly, you need to do this. You're just like everyone else. You have the same challenges as everyone else. Busy life, um, struggle with your, your faith at times, not knowing whether or not you're doing what's right for you and for others, whether or not you're contributing time um, that you should be devoting to God. Maybe you're even making choices that aren't what God wants you to do. 
but I keep pressing forward. I quit worrying about those emotions that are pulling me from one way to another, saying, oh, here, think about this, or you're not good enough, or you're not ready, or you're not prepared. All of those exterior forces that come and tell us, you can't do this, that's the devil at work. That's the devil telling us that we're not prepared to be the advocates for God and to be those evangelists that people need to see. You don't have to be like me and sharing out publicly your faith. However, if, you're, if you can do one little thing, those holy moments that we talked about early on in our, our podcast here, those holy moments, just those moments of being kind to one another, showing support to one another, showing up when maybe people don't expect you to show up, but listening to God's calling of what he's asking you to do and where he's asking you to be um, today and each day. Be like that mustard seed that God, God has planted within you. Be like a weed. Infuse your life and others' life with positive moments, with things that can help transform our world. Because without you, who knows what there will be. But God wants you to be his disciple and to do his word and to be kind to one another. So think about that. What are you being called to do? It may take two weeks. It may take six months. It may take 20 years for that to come out. But listen to his calling. And as he prepares you to be ready to enter the world and to change your life, you too can change others' lives. So thank you for letting me share this story today. It's one that I think about nearly every single day and thank God for his blessing, um, for believing in me to prepare, to prepare me with the tools I need, the belief in myself um, that I might have the right words to say. Um, and thanks for joining in this journey, for listening and thinking about how uh, most of all, this can impact your life and prepare you for the future. So as we close in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, please plant in us that mustard seed and help it to grow. Help each one of us to water that seed, to prepare that even though we are the smallest seed on earth, that together we can make a difference and that we can let our light shine in others. Help open our hearts that we're prepared to live out your word, that when you're ready for us to do your will, that we are prepared and we take that calling and we listen to you. So Lord, thank you for being with us today and prepare us for the days that are yet to come. Help us on this Lenten journey to push out those other distractions that may be pulling us in one way or another or telling us we're not capable of whatever it might be that we're feeling our hearts uh, being called to do. Help to give us strength to persevere and to do your will. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day, and God bless. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.